G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours, that is sometimes in the week of Christmas, like this week. It's Christmas week! (laughs) (laughs) It is, because it's Christmas week. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. Uh, Did you, Adam, how was your Christmas? It's all right, cheers. Great chat. (laughs) Well, we, you know, we could get into it. Oh, I did this, I did that, whatever. I'd like it. I didn't do anything amazing. It was just, it was just a nice little Christmas, you know. Ate some food, saw some family, played a lot with my niece, which was fucking fantastic. Like it was so nice. Like that's that's the best thing about Christmas for me now, and that's about it. I don't, you know, I don't go out anymore. I don't go partying. Um, I'm not in it for the presents, unlike yourself. So, like. Yeah, it was just a nice little Christmas. Thanks for asking. It's all right. Do you know what the best thing for me this Christmas was? Was it Christmas episode of Neighbours? No, it wasn't, actually. I did. Oh, be... oh I thought that was what we were building up for then. No, no, it wasn't that. Uh, I know I said I was going to watch it on Christmas Day and yeah. maybe do it. Were... I, I didn't do that. What? Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I, was, I just invited all the lonely people at Christmas to watch Christmas Neighbours with you and then you fucked them all off. Yeah, basically. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> if you tuned in, you'd be you'd be shocking on like like they always say like Samaritans gets a lot of calls over Christmas because people feel lonely, don't they? Especially in the, in between Christmas and New Year, what fucking day is it week? Like that's <laughs> when you should be like doing your public service. Come and watch Neighbours with me. We're all a family. Everyone's welcome on Ramsey Street and the neighborhood rewatch. You went fuck you. I'm going out. Well, I was I, I needed a little bit of help myself to be honest. I things didn't quite go as planned as I wanted to over the Christmas period, so Right. And uh, that was a little bit upsetting. So I couldn't follow through on certain plans that I'd wanted to, which was watching Christmas uh, episode of Neighbours, unfortunately. Have you uh, watched it now or is this a complete waste of my time? <laughs> I have watched them currently. Uh I did a little binge. Uh, last night, so I'm completely up to date. I know what the best thing for me over the Christmas week was. Our chat with Candice Leask. Released on the 27th, like I said, that shit bit in between Christmas and New Year. See, I know uh, it came out on the 27th, but we recorded it like before Christmas, so I'm a bit over it now, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not over it. It was such a great... No. Do, you know, do you know who's not over it as well, Candice? Did she not? No, no, no. She went back and listened to it again. She told me. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> she said she wanted to relive it and that'd be nice if you i mean you can listen to these podcasts once but you can listen to them twice as well if you like that yeah. would literally double our numbers so that'd be really great if you could do that that'd be really good and you might you might catch something you missed you might miss a joke you might miss a comment I mean, or something you might want to you might want to give it another listen because here's, here's the thing there's a few neighbors podcasts out there okay some people i know listen to them all they'll i don't know what order but they might listen to us then they might listen to another one then they might listen to another one here's the thing we've all watched the same episodes of neighbors right mm-hmm. we have that's yep. the episodes we've watched we're not re-watching anymore we're watching we're watching the neighbors so we've watched them someone else has watched them that, that other one's watched them the other ones i don't know if the other one's watching them anymore it doesn't, doesn't really look like it to be honest um <laughs> What is the point in listening to three podcasts talk about Neighbours? What's the point? You might as well listen to the best one talk about it three times. So there you go. Do that. Like, <laughs> like Listen to us talk about it again. Start with us. Think, oh, that was pretty good. Right. Well, the other ones aren't going to tell you anything different. They've watched the same episodes. Well, yeah. Like, you might have missed something. I'm, like We do fire these things pretty thick and fast at you. So Yeah. You know, sometimes it's good to catch. Like, it's great re-watching stuff. That's what, or re-listening to stuff. That's what Christmas is all about. You re-watch your favourite Christmas movies. You 
you redo things with your family that you do every year. It's yeah. that kind of nostalgia. Traditions. That, that, traditions. traditions, aren't they? Yeah. So, like, we we can be the neighbour's tradition, really. On a Friday, every, is this going out on Friday? Uh, yes, this, well, depending on how quick I can get it turned oh, around, it'll be going okay, out late Friday night. Um, so, yeah, um, give, us a, give us a listen, and then if you want, listen to it again. That'd be great. I mean, what else? What else are you doing in between Christmas and New Year? Nothing. Oh, that's weird. Nothing. Let's get that done. Uh, but yeah, that was my highlight of the week, uh, especially because we didn't see fucking Ron, Ron, Wendy Rodwell once in Neighbours this week. No, we can kind of talk about that um, because I moaned about Flashback Week a little bit when that was back in November because we didn't see the Rodwells doing anything. We didn't see the Varga Murphys doing anything. A couple of other people. Over Christmas, we haven't seen Rodwells or Varga Murphys. Did they not have Christmas? Did they go away? It kind of felt like Wendy and Andy might have gone away and left Sadie on her own at Christmas, which no, no, there seems was, horrendous. There was a line. Sadie comes over to the party at the share house. Right. And it's like, yeah, I'm sick of my parents now, so I'm just going to come here. Oh. Uh, so, no, they were at home. Uh, probably just getting kinky, I imagine. Possibly. They were in that mood. But yeah. I, I, for me, I was a bit disappointed that half the cast of Neighbours weren't there for Christmas Neighbours at all. Yeah, even, yeah, like just going around, just seeing around what's going on in the house would have been nice. Yeah, well, this so. is the thing. I didn't, I binged them a little bit as well because I didn't watch them on Christmas. I think I watched three and then I watched the extra one. Um, but it didn't really feel that Christmassy to me. It, it wasn't over. It's tricky because I think Christmas is always a bit tricky when you think of Australia being, being their summer, even though it wasn't mm. particularly summer because they filmed it fucking whenever they filmed it. Um, but it just didn't feel overly festive. They tried to do a couple of little montages to try and build it a little bit, but I wasn't that arsed. It didn't, it didn't really scream Christmas to me. What about you? Yeah, this, I mean, I don't know. I feel that way about Christmas in general, to be honest. Like, as I'm going through it sometimes, I'm like, this isn't as Christmassy as I thought it would be. Like, you know, it's, it's nice spending time with friends and family, but doesn't feel as Christmassy as you want it to, or you remember it to be. Uh, yeah. And that kind of felt like, they definitely made an effort, especially with the Christmas Day episode, I felt like there was extra shots and stuff they did to try and really make it kind of special and a bit more, you know, on the production side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like, once it was done, you're just kind of like, oh, thank God that's done. Well, um, here's, here's the thing. I cannot remember anything that really happened on that episode, the Christmas Day episode, except for the end of that episode. Yeah, there was yeah, like, everything else that went on. There was a lot of montage kind of shots and music playing. and Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm hoping you've made some notes because otherwise this might be a short one. I have made some notes. Before we get to the neighbours, though, uh, one last little bit of admin. I know you guys love admin. Uh, this is our last podcast of the year. Yep. This is the last podcast of 2023. Ooh, uh, what a year. What a year, indeed. And I just want to say a few thank yous. Uh, firstly, to you, Adam. You're thanking me before, not at the end of the episode. You're thanking me at the beginning of the episode. I will thank you at the end as well for this okay. particular episode. But for the previous episodes, for the rest yes. of the year, okay, I'd like to say thank you because I probably didn't at any point. No, I mean, you've, you've hinted that you are thankful, but I don't think you've ever said thank you. So I appreciate that. Thank um, you as well. I have enjoyed it. Um, we were unsure at the start of this year where we would, if we would still be doing it, if we'd still be talking. I mean, we're not all talking who started this year, obviously, but um, yeah, that's you lose, you lose, you do lose some soldiers along the way. <laughs> that is that is the price of war, unfortunately. <laughs> what is war good for? Leaving Tim behind, by the looks of me. I'm joking. He's still I'm just not on here. He's got better things to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tim, as well. Thank you for... Pour one out for Tim. Not on the carpet, though. Not on the carpet. <laughs> Pour one out for Tim. Uh, we lost Doug Scully this year. Pour one out. 
thank you to you, the listeners, as well. Whether yeah, yeah. you're a new listener who's come to us as Neighbours has been rebooted and found this podcast as you've gone along, or God forbid, you're someone from the old days. Whoa. <laughs> when we used to actually rewatch old episodes of Neighbours. Uh, God, maybe, yeah, the biggest thank you to you lot. You've put through a lot of fucking stuff to get yeah, to this point. sticking with it. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much. It's honest, like, 2023 has been such a great year. Well, it's a great year for Neighbours. Mm-hmm. That won it's an back. Award. It's back, and it won an award I saw the other day. I couldn't tell you what it was. But they won, like, the... Like, like a... our award. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get a prize <laughs> or anything. Um, they won something, which is good. So not... the main thing is that it's back, though. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's brilliant that Neighbours is back because it means we can keep doing this, but it's also brilliant for... It means we we've the main thing that I enjoy about doing this podcast, aside from chatting to your good self, is the people we've met along the way. Um, so we we met a few in the past anyway while doing this, but this past year we've met some pretty cool people doing this, haven't we? Yeah, like possibly the coolest people you'll ever meet in your life as well. Not just some pretty cool people, the coolest fucking people. You love a bold statement, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're pretty cool. Let's let's chill out, okay? They're pretty cool. Um, yeah, we've got, we managed to talk to some cool people um, through this. On this, um, we've got episodes chatting to pretty cool people, which is good. Um, but then just chatting to people online about it and sharing opinions and everything, and it's it's quite nice. It's a, it's been fun to do. Yeah, I am very grateful for that. Especially like, you know, I don't want to keep harping on about this, but you know, Christmas isn't uh, isn't fun for everybody. Like, Christmas can be a tough time for some people. So I think that people having neighbors to look forward to on Christmas Day, yeah, is a really fucking great thing for people. And the fact you can go online and so if you are feeling lonely, you can go online and talk to people about neighbors, and that's only a great thing that can happen. If if nothing else that happened this year, that is fucking fantastic for everybody involved and uh, that that can happen uh so hell, this, sounds, this sounds like it's our last ever one i hate to think <laughs> what the speech is going to be like for the last ever one it's not the last ever one it's just the last one for this year what we're carrying this on next year right oh yeah roll on 2024 we have got some great things planned and when i say that i mean i've got nothing planned but <laughs> what we have right so no we've got we have... some loose ideas right now so what, we what were our goals at the start of this? What what for the start of this year? What did you hope for for this 2023 that is fast approaching the end? I don't know. So I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk to more people. I wanted to meet more people mm. and I wanted to do mm. more interviews with yeah. uh, people connected with the show, whether it's through online socials or actual, you know, on the shows and things like that. I wanted to do that. We yeah. had the idea for Summerfest this year, which yeah. was four podcasts back to back, one day after another, with four different guests that took some fucking doing. He really did. did. I wanted to get merch out. We did done. that. There's fucking loads of shit on there. Little plug for that. Get back on the Red Bubble uh, shop. You can still buy our merch and our unofficial. Official neighbors merch as well. Yep, definitely. And officially unofficial, right? Well, I've seen the official neighbors merch. It's fucking dog shit. It's dog shit. <laughs> it's fucking miles better. And it really is. I, what I do think we need to do, we might need to start bringing out um, some current neighbors new chapter merch. I think we could probably do. Yeah, that's a good. Write shout. that down. He's writing it down. I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Current merch. Yeah, so current merch. So I wanted to do that this year, and I badgered you for a long time about that, and you, we did it this year, so fucking well done. Here are my things, seeing as though you said, you're saying you know, you're not sure. So my things for next year, the 2024. First one, I want to do a live podcast somewhere. Oh, shit, that's a big one. That live is a big one. one. You mean right? ones, ones where I can't edit out where I fuck up everything? Again, these are my things that I want to do. I'm not like you might not be invited. Um, I want to do a live one, and that 
so we can meet more people, get invite people to come, have some fun, chat some neighbours, do some fun things, but and then do do a bit of podcast with it as well. I want to do that. Okay. Other thing I want to do is talk to more people about neighbours. It's been good, but we haven't come this far to only come this far. I want more guests. Okay. More guests. We've got a few lined up. Which are, I've been tricky with schedules, but I want them and I want some more as well. I reckon we can do it. Well, actually, I've got one um, thing as well. I've got what? one thing I'm thinking for 2024. I want to put Cy and Sophie down. I want to determine once and for Who all. Who are these people? What do you mean? Cy and Sophie from Coastal News, the home and the premier. Are we still doing that? We are still doing that. The battle continues in 2024. I want to prove undisputedly next year that Neighbours is the better soap. So, bring it on, you two. Sorry, okay, so there is plenty things to be getting on with. Um, so yeah, stick with us. Um, yeah, you've you've come with us this long. Might as well come a <laughs> bit further. Yeah, no, thank you very much for following us on this journey. Who knows where it'll bring on twenty four? Uh, we didn't know half the things that it was going to do in twenty twenty three, and so. It's it's only going to get even wilder this ride as it goes. See, this sounds like the end of the episode. It's not. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is start talking about the neighbors' Christmas week episodes. Okay, so he started putting this weird thing on it where it's like, oh, we started talking about neighbors at, after fucking sixteen minutes. There you go. This is your neighbors' klaxon. We're going to start talking about neighbors now. Let's start talking about neighbors. Let's start talking about the share house. Okay, because. Tensions are very, for Christmas. Tensions are very, very high indeed. Why it's, did none of these people who share this house go back to their families to spend Christmas with them? Yeah, you would have thought that as well. We know Hazard's got a big sister. She's just been cast. She's just been cast. Um, She's come in. Um, I don't understand why none of them. Nobody leaves Ramsey Street to go to see any other family members. Yeah, it's weird that. Like you could have really... just put that in. Yeah, just got all these, all these people have gone to visit the mum and dad. So that's why they're not point, here this week. No, at one point, I think it's later in the week, Max says I'm off to see my dad. After Christmas. She didn't go for Christmas to see her dad. <laughs> she just stayed and had the party that you are now going to talk about. I'd like make some people leave. And if you don't, like that's an excuse to not have people in it. Did the Varga Murphys fuck off to, to a relative somewhere? Maybe that's where they went. I don't know. Also, who, where are the Linwell brothers? What happened with that? that, that <laughs> that's been completely forgotten about. It has, hasn't it? That's upsetting. It has been completely forgotten about the Linwell brothers. They were camping outside their house. There was a dodgy car out there with a dodgy guy inside it. Not arsed. The anthrax them and everything. Gone. Gone. I mean, maybe they went away. Do you think the Linwell brothers had a nice Christmas? Or do you think... I imagine their Christmases are pretty boozy. I, I imagine they are, but I think that's when they set all the differences aside and they get together and they have a good old family knees up. I can you imagine think? them do Yeah. I think I, like, I, like the Mitchells in EastEnders or whatever. See, I think that. I think they do that with all the best intentions. Like, they all meet up in the boozer Christmas Eve and go, listen, your family. Yeah. Uh, let's hug it out. Let's sing your Fairy family. Tale of New York. Yeah, sing Fairy Tale of New York and then let's all go back to our mum's house and yeah. we'll have a great Christmas. Uh, I can't... I, I don't think Papa Linwell is around anymore, if I'm honest. Do you not think? No, I think maybe 10, 15 years ago. Uh, he unfortunately left this earth. Oh, really? uh, but Mama Linwell is still live and kicking. Absolutely smashing it out. So she makes the best Christmas dinner, I imagine. Right. Uh, so yeah, the brothers are around. I imagine... <laughs> I imagine there's the third brother as well, kind of like the third Gallagher brother. Okay. Who's a bit fat Whoa, and useless. What? There's a what? There's a third Gallagher brother, you Fuck know. Off. There is. There's, he's the eldest no, as well. That, that's Bonehead. He's not related. <laughs> no, there is. There's the third one. He's the eldest out of the three as well. Uh, and he's a bit fat and useless, <laughs> if I'll be honest. So I reckon there's another Linwell brother, and there's loads of cousins and nephews and nieces, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think what the problem is, they start drinking before 12 o'clock. So about 11, they go, right, okay, we're all right to drink now. And they start getting the tinnies. Are you one of those people? Do you drink early just because it's Christmas? 
No, I didn't drink that much. I, I had a glass of whiskey before I went to bed on Christmas Day, and that was it because um, because my wife bought me because I've got a marathon book next year. That's oh, that's what I want to do in twenty twenty four. Oh my god, I've I thought marathon we were book. get through without hearing about this bullshit marathon. So I've got a marathon booked in 2024. When's that? Uh, uh, 14th of April, I think. Marathon Maybe that's when we'll do like a little live show, a little live meetup as well around we'll the marathon. something funny around that time. That'd be nice. Um, so my wife bought me a book that said something like 119 days to your first marathon. And it's a really good book, really good read. And it gives you a good plan of to uh, to build up to that day. I bought straight away, I read it, I went, oh shit, I'm already a week behind and started shitting myself. So I was like, right, I'm not drinking today. I had a nice bottle of wine that I was going to crack open. Didn't crack it open. Uh, what I was like, no, I'm being good. I can't drink. I need to be good. Uh, so, yeah, just had a small glass of whiskey. But I reckon the Linwell brothers probably, after, they had a couple of tinnies. They probably cleared three twin, tinnies by about half 12. And then by 1 p.m. they were like, should we get on the spirits? And I think that's when it slowly went downhill. I don't do, you know when this, do you know when this podcast slowly went downhill? <laughs> when you started going on about the Linwell brothers for 20 fucking minutes. Sorry, and everyone. I reckon, I reckon by about 4pm, they're scrapping in the front yard. Right, that's the Linwell brothers' Christmas. They're not in neighbours. Waste of time. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> you know what? You know what the start of this, if you listen to the start of it, you know when I said, listen, listen to the other ones this week. This is going <laughs> fucking nowhere. Give us a week off, listen to the other ones. <laughs> Uh, so, even worse than the Limwell brothers scrapping on the front yard on Christmas Day is that Haz just fucking breaks up with Holly on Christmas Day. She shows up with a gift. She's like, oh, your gift arrived. Uh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, we need to talk. She gives a gift. It's that nice little tamper thing, that she, the coffee tamper that she'd ordered. It's it's personalized. He's like, yeah, I really like this. Yeah. But I am going to have to dump you, though, unfortunately. So out of order. Like, why has he felt the need to dump her on Christmas Day? I know, you'll wait till Boxing Day. Like, just just, just wait another day. So he, he dumps her and then immediately starts flirting with Mac at this party. Yeah, really. It's immediate. It's not yeah. even like, oh, I'm going to sit in the corner and, you know, mourn the loss or whatever, take it easy. It's way, let's have a, let's have a playful flirt around the swimming pool. Yeah, it's not like, do you know what? I'm not. I'm going to give the party a miss today. Feeling a bit yeah. sad. Just broke up with my girlfriend. Out of respect. Yeah. No, straight away, on the barbie, cooking stuff, having a good old flirt, having the time of his life. Uh, Sadie wants to bring some friends around to the party because it's a house party and she's inviting people around. One of them being Richie, who we saw the other week at the uh, the school riot, who is Mac's first boyfriend from Erinsborough High. Yeah. Uh, didn't watch the spin-off. Uh, but said he's like, no, and said he's like, no, can't, that's not happening. Veto that. No, that's not happening. That's just gonna be awkward. But Holly, little sly one as she is, sidles off, messaging him, going, ah, I think Mac could really like it if you showed up on Christmas Day. Hint, hint, hint. So, uh, Haz and Byron, who fell out last week, decide to make up because it's Christmas Day. They hug it out. They have a good old hug, and as they do so, they knock over the Christmas tree into the pool. Yeah. Just an unnecessary hug, wasn't it? I know that it was designed to get the tree in the pool, but as is the worst. He is the worst. I cannot stand this con. He's <laughs> so annoying and so horrible and so fake and so. Oh, I, I, Holly only. I think Holly only likes him because he saved her from Eden, who was not a good egg. You was and, not. Um, so I can understand why. But she's better off without this prick. He's the worst. What did he get Trevor for Christmas? We haven't seen Trevor. No. What did he get Holly for Christmas? He got, some, ear- he got some little shitty earrings from the Christmas market. <sighs> and then they were both wearing those koala jumpers at one point, um, which was quite quite funny. But Haz is the worst. You, you, do you want to know who the only person who's worse than Haz is? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. She's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. She's horrible. See, you've you've been telling me week after week what a terrible person Mackenzie is. Yes. And I'm not I'm, I'm fully on board now. 100% believe you that she is a terrible terrible person. Yep. Uh, 
So the party goes throughout the night, thumping, which is quite funny because you hear it over at like Tony and Teresa's and you see it's <laughs> like, yeah, the party's still going. Of course the party's still going. They're all young. They're having a great time. It goes through to the morning after. And that's when Richie decides he's going to make his move on Mackenzie. Having spoke to her all night, I might add, like they come out of the house like they've had a great night, not shagging or anything, but doing one of those where we talked all night kind of nights. We caught up, we've done all this. He is well within his rights, I think, to lean in here. Um, <laughs> just to lean in. He didn't He didn't do anything untoward. He lent in because they'd had one of those nights. And she looks at him like he's a piece of shit on a shoe. She's horrible, again, to this other guy. For no reason. She could have just yeah, gone, you know what? No. But she's horrible to him. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's nothing wrong with this guy shooting his shot at this point. They have had a previous relationship. They've spent all night talking. There you go. Which is, like, the more important part of a relationship. It's the it bullshit is. that people pretend is the most important bit. So, yeah. And Mackenzie's a bullshitter. She's the kind of person who goes, oh, I really want a connection where I just spend all night talking to someone. I don't really want to shag him. Bullshit. You're trying to shag Haz in front of your best mate around the barbecue, <laughs> so fuck off. She's, oh, she's sly. Can't stand her. <laughs> yeah, so she's not happy about this at all. Uh, it turns out that Richie's like, well, your mate Holly said that you'd be up for it. This is terrible. So yeah, Richie goes, bad. your mate. I can't remember her name, but it was but something Christmassy. <laughs> Such a so vague, like so crap. And then Mackenzie went, "Yeah, Holly. Yeah, that's not hard to remember. Her name's Holly. You could have easily remembered that. Plus, it's in your phone. Message from Holly. I imagine. Yeah. So no, I don't think Holly is that Christmassy either. Holly is pretty. Holly is pretty Christmassy. Mm, no, I wouldn't. I would. I was. I, mean, I would. It is. Christmas. When do you see Holly? Every week on Neighbours. See, Christmas. I'd associate Holly with the name rather than the plant that is on Christmas cards, generally. Wow. But, like, I've never seen Holly knocking around. Like, I could look outside now. There's no Holly in my back garden. No. So I don't associate, I don't associate Holly with Christmas. However, so, I do associate Holly with the, the name Holly. What an odd <laughs> way your mind works. So I had to write a Christmas show this year for my other job. Um, and it had four main characters in it. Okay. Um, and it had um, one of the characters was called Holly. One of them was and... called Carol. One of yeah. them was called Noel. Yeah. And one of them was called Felix. Felix? Yeah, that's what everyone did. Everyone went, Felix? And I went, yeah, Felix Navidad. <laughs> Nobody got it. I did it just for myself. Yeah, just for me that one. <laughs> um, so, and, and what makes it even better Christmas is records. what makes it even better is never during the, the like the show during the story <laughs> are the characters mentioned by name. So there was no need for it. It was just for me. Great, just just backstory for yourself. There you go, everyone. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, uh so Mark then confronts Holly. They have an argument, and Holly is completely in her rights here. She's like, listen, you said you wouldn't go there. You fucking did. And then you fucking flirt with him the second he's dumped me. Fuck you. You're a knobhead. Yep. Uh, and then she's gesticulating. She Because she's got the high heels on. She yep. gesticulates and falls backwards into the pool. Max walking away, looks at her and goes, ah, dickhead. The problem you is, here, you're quite right. Holly is, has got the high heels. Mackenzie's yeah. on her high horse though, and she just fucking leaves her. Yeah, like this is the word, this is the thing that convinced me was that like you can't just leave. Like even if you're arguing with someone, I don't think you just leave them in the pool. I don't think you just go right. Yeah, fuck you. Like you, you'd pull them out, and maybe do that thing where you pull them out and then let, let them drop back in again. <laughs> like, like, but I think you'd at least turn around and go, oh fucking hell, dickheads, like. Yeah, like you've and... still got the higher ground. You're still the higher horse at that point because <laughs> the higher, the higher... <laughs> ah. because they've fallen in the pool yeah. while you're arguing. So you've won that argument, no matter what's been said. Now you've won that argument, so you can be the bigger person at this point. But yeah, the fact she walks off is terrible, and she gets wrapped up in the tree, doesn't she? That's yeah, the and problem. again, like, like, it's like Mackenzie's whole defense is like, I didn't know. 
you did know there was a tree in the pool. Yeah. And still though, like you don't know how good a swimmer Holly is. No. Like, you just don't you don't leave people in the water. That's that's so bad. No, and I think maybe she thought, ah, oh, she's falling in because she might be still a bit tipsy from the night before. Well, don't leave exactly. someone who's yeah. drunk in a pool. Fuck me. I know. That fucking killed Michael Barrymore's career. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I nearly died in a swimming pool once. What? It's true. It's true. When did you go to Barrymore's house? So, what? it wasn't Barrymore's house. It was like Mallorca. It was even Mallorca or Menorca or somewhere like that. The pool was like a kid's pool. It was a small pool. It was like... I don't know, four foot deep or something. Like, I, you could stand up in it. Like, I was still, I, I was, like, young at this stage. I wasn't like I am now. Uh, I was probably about, I could still stand up in the pool, don't get me wrong. Uh, I was probably about 13. Um, and what I was doing was, um, I'd, we had a lilo. Um, so I sat on the lilo in the in the, in the the pool, just floating about, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was doing, like, Forward rolls off it into like I was sitting on it and then rolling into the into the pool, mm-hmm. uh, and then I started doing backward rolls off it, get a bit more confident. Yeah, so I was I was trying to like roll off it backwards and whatnot, um, and I did one backwards roll off it and just got turned around. I, I didn't know where I was or up, which way it was up or anything, and the Lila would floated over the top of me. Um, so I was like upside down, Lilo on top of me. Think like I, I thought that I'd like I didn't know where I was going or anything. I couldn't get out, and I was probably under it for about three seconds. But it felt like it felt like three minutes, and I was yeah, like, this, "This could be it. Like I'm stuck in this pool. They think I'm just asking about with a Lilo, um, and I could easily stand up in it. Of course, I could." But yeah, stuck under a pool. Stuck under Shit. a lilac pool. Wow. Yeah. True. And we're Very not cool. the best we me and you are not the best swimmers. I I, I would <laughs> I would venture that probably our friendship started when we got put in the can you say special class at the swimming school? I was gonna say the knobhead group, so yeah. <laughs> we were fucking terrible. Yeah, we would we were not swimmers at all. No. I d- I'm like, we're not a particularly unathletic men either. Like Sports Day champion for years in yeah, a row. Yeah, like you smashed everything in Sports Day, apart from that high jump I beat you at that time. Bullshit, but, bullshit, bullshit. But you were the you were the sporting hero of our school. But for some reason, you cannot fucking swim for the life of you. No, well, here's the thing: I can. You are, you are skin and bones. I am fine yeah. at swimming. I am probably better now than I was then, but I'm still not particularly strong. At all. No, I can feel like I can hold my own in a four foot deep swimming pool in Mallorca, but I am not <laughs> swimming the channel anytime soon. Absolutely not. Yeah, same. Like, I, 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 I could not drown at this point, but. You can't even go down a fucking slide without hurting yourself at the water park. So, oh, gee, I did nearly break my back on holiday that time. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say our friendship probably started on that when we were in the, in the, Possibly, uh, yeah. in the kids' pool right well, while all the other eight year olds were in the, the big pool jumping off the. Jumping off the diving boards and stuff, yeah. and having a great time. Me, you, and Jigmet. <laughs> see, they were great, yeah, yeah. See, they were having a great time jumping off the diving boards. We, it was float day every day for us. We were having a fucking great time. I don't. Holly was not having a great time. No, she was not because she was caught in the Christmas tree on a fancy dress. It was yep. a great dress as well, by the way. She looked fantastic. She looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, but yeah, she's caught in it, mm. and. I don't know, is it a good idea to scream underwater? Because she's I think instinct probably takes in and you're just doing whatever you can. Yeah, because she realizes she's stuck straight away and she's she first thing she just starts screaming. And you're like, oh fuck. I I thought that was gonna be I thought I I legit thought that was gonna be it, you know. See, I definitely didn't. Here's why. <laughs> um because um we spoke with Candice Lee the other day about how we don't like the spoilers. We were t- asked her to have a word with someone upstairs on how to not like tell us what happens in the next episode because we're all going to fucking watch it. Like, come on. Yeah, um, you don't need what to... Amazon have fucked up even more with uh, with this is using thumbnails for the like the clips, the stills of each episode on freebie. So the first one is Holly in the pool. No, yeah, it's Holly in the pool. Like she's fucked. Yeah. 
And then the, for the day after, is Holly out of the pool oh, being looked after towel. by Carl and Susan. So, <laughs> look, they're all fucked off. Yeah, I've gone into that episode knowing Holly ends up in the pool at the end of this. Uh, <laughs> and I've gone into the next one knowing, don't worry, she's fucking fine. What are you doing? <laughs> No, I, I see. I wasn't aware of that because I kind of binge these, and like I've, I've said before, I've got quite good at skipping, and not getting spoiled because it, Amazon weirdly gives me an advert like a minute before the episode finishes, so I know from that moment I'm like I, I, I'm hovering over the space space bar to to skip to the next bit. So like there was a good couple of seconds. I was like, oh shit! Like this, this was this was like genuinely quite terrifying. Like you know, Holly screaming in the pool and. No one, no one can hear you in water. It's kind of like space, right? Space uh, but then, just they gave it just enough time, and then you see Haz diving in. Here's my here's my query with this: Where was Haz? Was he watching her almost yes. die before he jumps in to save her? I well, he was definitely watching the argument because there's no way he gets out there that fast otherwise. Nope. So he's watching these two fight over him, uh, which I imagine he's loving because he's a prick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's in there and he saves her. <laughs> My favorite thing about this is like, yeah, I decided to dump you, but now that you nearly died, might go back out with you now. See, I wanted Holly. So he's, he's done that. It's a bit of a weird way of thinking, but okay. I wanted Holly to go, no, fuck you. Yeah, no, I was a little bit disappointed with Holly with this because she had every right to go, no, fuck you. Because you dumped me for the right reasons. The fact that I nearly died is completely irrespective to what's gone on here. Yeah. And why it would have been good is if she started liking him because he saved her life from Eden, who is not a good egg. No. Saying no thank you when he saved her again would have been nice bit wow. of symmetry. Oh, great storytelling. I loved a bit of that. Give me a yeah, call. I know. Straight away, straight away. She's like, oh, I love you, Haz. You're great. Come sit with me. Come sit with me. Uh, and then Haz, at this point, uh, this is the part I didn't like about Haz the most, is that and then he's like Holly's keeper now. He decides who speaks to her and who doesn't and when. Yeah, this is and it annoys me because Carl behavior. falls for this. Yeah, because Carl falls for this as well. And Carl is not one who suffers fools, generally. Like, he's, you know, he's dealt with God knows how many boyfriends for Libby. Like... He's and he he's, he's he saw off all the wrong ones straight away, but yeah, he lets has kind of determine who's gonna see and like he passes messages between the friends back and forth, and passes the message on that because Holly turns around and says, "Listen, right, can't have this situation anymore. You move out, or Mark moves out, one or the other." So he lets he delivers that message, which gives him kind of the power to because he's basically at that point he's basically saying, "Mark, you need to move out." He is, and it's just shit. Like, so now, like, I, I, Mac is the worst, but now this makes Has the worst again because he's yeah. gone back to Holly, even though he's just been flirting with Mac. He's, he is the worst. Yeah. Like, they could have still got, like, if they want Mac to have a couple of weeks off where her dad's or anything, that's fine. They could have just gone, it's, she could have just gone, it's Christmas, I'm going to go and see my dad. Or Holly could have said, fuck you. Has could have come crawling back to Mac. Matt could have gone, well, actually, no, I need some time to think about this. I'm going to my dad's for a bit. Like, they could have still done all the things that they kind of wanted to do without making all the characters seem like bitches. Yeah. There's been a really great thing online that I've seen this week is, like, a bit of a rumbling of people going, do you know what, actually, let Haz and Mac be together because they're the fucking worst, so they fucking deserve each other. No, this is is true for Neighbours, and it's true in real life. If you are the worst and you find someone who is also the worst you found your place in the world well done <laughs> let them go and be the worst together okay it is true you can't save everybody you can't you have my blessing on that and you have Adams as well go off and be the worst together <sighs> so yeah there we go speaking of being the worst, worst in this situation who Sadie Rodwell is not the worst. Oh, She's no, become my favourite character on this fucking show. And it's, I said it before, I think. It's, it, she hasn't really got her own storyline. She's just there. She's there at the party. She calls everyone in. It would have just been those knobheads with the pizza boxes. It wouldn't have been a party yeah. about Sadie fucking Rodwell. She, she was chatting away with just a bottle of Prosecco in her hand. 
Full <laughs> bottle to herself. Not arsed. Phone in one hand. Bottle of Prosecco in the other hand. Not arsed. She's living her best life. She sees all. And she's, she you can tell, she doesn't say it because she's not allowed. But I like to think if she was on this podcast, as Sadie Rodwell, not Emily, if she was being Sadie Rodwell on this podcast, she'd be like, they are the worst. She <laughs> would call them out on it. <laughs> yeah, she is fantastic the whole week. She just has a good, she just is like, whatever, whatever the fuck is going on, I'm going to have a great Christmas day to myself with this bottle of Prosecco. And if someone needs to tell them that they're a cunt, I'll tell them. And oh, she does that. She, well, she, she truth bombs them, is she saying? Yeah, she's dropping truth, truth bombs. That's her new thing, is truth bombing people, which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Um, do you know who is potentially the worst as a couple, though? We say Someone Matt else is the worst. Fuck me. <sighs> it's fucking Chloe and Ellie, isn't it? They are the worst. <laughs> Some people really like them, don't they? And I get, like, really do. Really, really do. We, we are... <laughs> We didn't go through it all. So I think that we're, no. a bit of, we're a bit of a disadvantage because we weren't there at the beginning. We didn't go through some of their hard times and their courtship and all that bullshit. However, that does not stop me thinking that they are the worst. What about you? Yeah, no, the same. Like, I've said this, I've said this quite a few times now. Nicolette and Chloe have so... Either iteration, either, either actress has better chemistry. I like both Nicolettes. Yes. And they have, they have, like, to me, that's the couple that needs to be together. Who is it, Nicola and? And Chloe. Chloe, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, not Ellie. Not Ellie at all. So, okay. The couple is bad. They are a bad mm. couple. I do not care one bit. They are awkward. I don't get it. No. In regards to Ellie in particular... She's also bad with her own kid. Oh. Like, I don't understand how you can, like, she was awkward with her child as well. So her kid rocks up. She's about six years old or something. And yeah. she, she, like... I, oh, I think they've messed around with the age. Apparently she was only born, like, four years ago. Apparently she was born on Christmas Day, I think. Oh, what I think happened two years? I remember the last time there was a Christmas Day episode, she was giving birth to that kid. I saw that, and someone had a gun, or it was kicking off some shit. Um, yeah, it was. The, it was to do with Finn Kelly and stuff as well in her ex. And so she she hasn't seen. She's come and left the kid with a mum who we find out has been neglecting her anyway, which is another shit storyline that, that we'll get yeah. to. And we know Liz is terrible. Liz is terrible, and Carl would definitely not shag her. <laughs> um, we know she, if you've stuck with us through the rewatch those those years, you know how bad Liz is. It's a little recap rewatch joke for you there. Uh, <laughs> so the kid turns up, Aster, I think she's called. Yeah, Aster. Um, yeah. Super cute, super cute little kid. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just weird how she talks to her, and then she packs her off to fucking Lasseter's spa for some treatments with Susan. I guess it's Auntie Sue's. Fair enough. But then she says something to her like, I hope you enjoy your treatments to a fucking six-year-old. It was so odd and so awkward how she said it. It just made me think it's not just Chloe. It's everyone. It's just awkward. It's awkward. Mm. Like, why would, Why are you sending your six-year-old on a spa day? And it, like she comes across, like I said last week, that they both look very glam. Which is fine, mm-hmm. especially wedding day. Look, I'm on your wedding day course. That's fine. But then Chloe, at some other points, looks still fantastic, but a little less chilled, like a bit more chilled out. Ellie is over that. She looks like she's vain and over the top, and like, and then she's sending them off to treatments. I can imagine her doing. I don't know, TikToks with her kid and expecting everyone to enjoy them and meet and everyone else just being like, oh, yeah. But then some poor people thinking, oh, that's what it should be like. No, it shouldn't. No, neither. Like, I am giving this bitch a lot of backstory here from my own head. Like, sorry. (laughs) I know know a lot of people like when she's a nice character. What time do you think she starts drinking on Christmas Day? Fucking hell. I just I don't like her. I don't like the character. I just don't. I'm not a fan. No, 
say it. Like, no, terrible mother. Like, the fact she's... Like, we know Liz is an absolute mess. So yeah. she's already left it Asta with Liz. And then Liz has just left her. Liz has got a new boyfriend and just keeps leaving her. And has, just told, leaving her, has her. told Asta to keep it a secret. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to leave you alone here. And uh, so Asta sick. tells that to Susan. So then, like, so... Chloe and Ellie have decided they're going to go on a honeymoon for three months. It's a bit much. And so they're like, oh, what are we going to do with this kid for three months? And they're genuinely stumped. Like, she goes, oh, fuck. Well, I suppose I'll just have to have the kid, won't I? Like, you know, it is my kid after all. And yeah. I'll just have to fucking suck it up, won't I? And she's like proper gutted about it. Proper gutted about it. And then Susan goes, well, shall I just look after the kid for three months while you... Go off around the world. Three, yeah. It's Three so months. excessive. I get, it for two, I get it for two weeks. Two weeks, fine. Two weeks. Yeah. Three months of just not seeing your kid in, when they're what, four, five, six? She's six like, years old in story Really life. developmentally part of their childhood. Just leaving them. Just leaving them. And then like, the reason why... Hands, but... So the reason why... So it's, it's ridiculous. But then... Susan says, oh, she can come and stay with us. And Ellie says, well, no, she'll miss Pony Club. <laughs> that's the that's the reason why she she can't come to Erinsborough to stay with Susan, and Susan has to fuck off to Sydney or wherever the fuck they live, because Astrid will get upset if she misses Pony Club. Not her fucking mum, but <laughs> the fucking ponies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pony club. You think Liz is the worst? I think Ellie might be the worst. Yeah, this generation is just getting past. It's problems just getting passed down in generation, isn't it? Fucking pony club. <laughs> so Susan's got to fuck off on fucking whatever day yeah. it is, Boxing Day. And leave her husband. Yeah, and her... her husband has been off for three months. <laughs> She's seen him for a week, and it is a week in fucking neighbors' land. Uh, now she's fucking off for three months. Just to look after her, her niece's kid? Yeah. <laughs> it's so crap. It's uh... <laughs> But then, so you've got Susan leaving. You've got Chloe and Ellie, newly married, leaving. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get some new people coming into this show? I don't know. Is this just Chloe and Ellie? Just, like, are we ever going to see them again now? Like, Is that it? They're just done? I think we will see him again because people like him and we'll probably will have to, but there's not... Apart from Chloe getting ill, which we'll talk... Right, so this annoyed me. So I know it's quite... It's, it is sad and it's a serious one when someone's ill and they try and approach it. The high heels were the only problem, though, weren't they? Like, she, yeah, and she has... That's the cliffhanger on one episode. She's like, <laughs> so that was the cliffhanger before the wedding. Cause she I can't wear high heel. heels. She toppled on her heels a little bit and she was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then the very, like, so the next episode, she takes her fucking shoes off. Well done. It's all fine. It's fine. Take your fucking <laughs> shoes off. Again, far too many gratuitous feet shots for me. I didn't one mind of these it because I, I quite liked the, their wedding outfits. But, like, again, like, the, <laughs> the vein side again, it just came across as, oh, I don't want to ruin the outfit. What? That's not what this day's about. It's about you What's two getting married. It's supposed to be this lovely thing. And the two of them were both worried about the outfit. Like, it mattered more what they both looked like, which I hate. <laughs> so there we go. Um, it, it wasn't the best. Um, Can I tell you something I really enjoyed about the wedding? Go on. And is fast becoming one of my favourite characters as well now. Is Aaron. Love Aaron. <laughs> What a fucking guy. What a guy. He's just that. They've really got right. Okay, he's good looking. Should we make him a bit dumb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it works a treat. It's fucking beautiful. So, he's, he's super good looking. Like, he's yeah. so good looking. Um, he's, he's made him a little bit dumb, but funny with it. Yeah. Not annoying dumb, like some other characters that might be in the show. <laughs> Proper funny and likable. Yeah. Like that's that's he not is just a, a lovable idiot, isn't he? He a is, lovable, but he's not, he's not idiot. overly he's not overly stupid. So Paul's got him Paul's got the grand the grandkids a, a year past to the zoo. What a great present, yeah. a good present. 
Um, he said he gives it to Aaron. Aaron's like his ticket in, and Aaron says, "Oh, it's from me." Like to kind of cover it, so yeah. like David doesn't think it's from so Paul. David doesn't do it. And watch it. Well, but then, so Aaron's done that for Paul. What a top guy! But then, because he's a good guy as well, he comes clean and says it's from Paul. But you know, and because he's such a nice guy and so handsome, David's like, mm, "All right then, here's some here's some underpants with my face on them," which is fucking brilliant. I'm really gutted I didn't see this before Christmas because that's what Peyton would have been getting. I think we, like we were talking about our red bubble shot before, can we get my face and your face on a pair of underpants for the new year, please? I will look into that. No problem. I reckon people will watch him. Watch him. People will buy him. And then people will watch him buying him. Exactly. And watch him wearing him. Uh, just as this little side note as well, I hated the fact everybody was ragging on Paul on Christmas Day. Like, as part of the little montage, he's going around him, I was like, oh, that Paul's a cunt, isn't he? I'm like, there's no need. No need. It's Christmas Day. I mean, it's, yeah. Be nice to the guy. Yeah, he's he's done terrible things in the past. We all know that. But just for one day. Yeah. The, just let him be. Therese was, was unnecessarily harsh. She, like, yeah. Merry Christmas, dickhead. No, you've got no... Well, one. then, like... Jane's opening the presents and they've got little uh it's got the girl's name now. Liv. I don't know, Leo wouldn't know either. But uh, uh-huh. uh they've got the little girls round and they're opening presents and then Jane's like, Oh, this is great. Paul would fucking ruin it if he was here though. What a cunt he is. And it's like there's no need. No need. It's not even <laughs> Just there. enjoy your Christmas day. Yeah. That's what it feels like though. All unnecessary digs. Like the guy is on his own. He's already having a shit Christmas. Yeah, exactly. You don't need someone like adding fuel to the fire and just having digs. There's no need. That makes all those people look like dicks. Yeah, it really does. Uh, and the fact that Toadie goes around, might as well start talking about this now. Like the fact that Toadie goes around. You know what? What's his fucking problem? Well, I don't get the it. Thing. well you, you ask what his problem. You know what I think Toadie's problem might be? What? It's like he's the fucking worst. <laughs> he's the worst. I honestly think he knows that he could take Therese at any moment. I think he knows that Paul, Paul could just go. Yeah, that Paul could just turn around and take Therese off him at any moment. And I think the man is terrified of that. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's, he's yeah. just desperate, isn't he? He's like, it's desperation yeah. coming to see he him. Was like, he was pleading with the guy. He was trying to like tough talk him, but at the same time, he looked like he was about to cry. Yeah, he was doing that that cry face, like, yeah, no, there's nothing, there's nothing cool about Toadie anymore. There's nothing likable about him. Like we've just said, we like Aaron now, and we didn't at the start. We didn't really know him that well, but he's like grown on us over these past few weeks. Toadie has just gone downhill, I think, from the start of the new chapter onwards. He's just come across like a knobhead. Mm-hmm. He really has. And so uh, this whole thing with Mel as well. Like, so, <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Let's talk about Mel as well. Nabens, just, just skip a couple of minutes at this point. Sorry, boys. I know you're not going to enjoy the next five minutes. So if I was thinking that Toadie was the worst, you know who I think just might be the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, Mel, oh, just... It just it's Christmas Day, just keep it together. Like She's gotta you, make everything about herself. Yeah. Like she's like, oh everyone's just so happy and having a great time. But you have a fucking good time too. Enjoy the fact you're still alive. A not in fucking jail. <laughs> People have taken her in and are putting putting themselves out to try and make her welcome and have a Christmas day, and she's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Susan is so fucking fed up it's brilliant no wonder she's fucking off for three months <laughs> she's like I'm not dealing with this bitch Carl this is all yours see you later Carl you left me with it now it's your turn <laughs> so she mo- she's moaning time. about that she's moaning about Christmas day then she starts moaning about the wedding as well so everyone's getting re- ready everyone's getting ready for the, for wedding, the wedding and being quite happy and everything uh, what a wonderful day even if it is awkward as fuck 
Mel then goes, oh, I can't come. Like it fucking matters. You get, you get a message off the lawyer going, uh, yeah, you need to come to a really serious interview tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Uh, about your extradition to the UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on, on fucking WhatsApp, she gets the fucking message. <laughs> So this, so I believe this. So this wedding is taking place on Boxing Day. I think this is how I'm getting this. Right. This wedding is Boxing Day, the very earliest twenty seventh. Yes. Very earliest twenty seventh. Yeah. They're not fucking like nobody's thinking about extradition on the twenty seventh of December. They're no. leaving that. That that is January's problem. No, no one's getting. No one's. That's not happening to anyone. It was so odd that she just got this message. And when oh it's it's this it's I'm getting extradited to the UK whatever it's tomorrow what <laughs> no no oh, neighbors she's, she's no like, need I need to make it tomorrow you can say next week that's reasonable tomorrow is not reasonable no oh, on Christmas week no a week because then you've got time to speak to your lawyer and gather all the. Um, character references that she's been asked to get character references mm-hmm. that gives you some time to do that they do not know that as luck would have it you live on the same fucking cul-de-sac as all these fucking people like <laughs> there's no. a doctor and a head teacher <laughs> and a lawyer there's no need why you don't always have to make it tomorrow <laughs> dickheads so yeah they have to get the character references sorted um uh, so Nell's like Nell Nell overhears this at the wedding, I think, because Mel yeah. does show up at the wedding. She's like, I can't come to the wedding, but I will come to the free piss up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I'll come to that and be yeah, um yeah, Nell overhears Mel telling someone about this and she's like, Oh, I'll get uh, Tony and Therese to do your a reference. She's like, Don't need you to do that to be honest. I've right. got I've got Carl and Susan. I'm sorted. So why this was especially bad for Mel and makes her the worst. Is Nell overhears her just saying about a meeting tomorrow, as bullshit as that sounds. And Nell says, Meeting tomorrow? Just asks her what the meeting is. She's 15, remember this girl, or 45, I can't remember. Um, and then Mel could have just gone, Yeah, a bit of a meeting tomorrow. I don't really want to talk about it. Don't worry about it. You're only 15 or, or 56, however old you are. Um, Instead, Mel goes, yeah, they're trying, they're, I'm getting extracted to the, the UK. It's a big meeting with the lawyers and everything, and I need like a lawyer to give me a character reference if, if possible. Um, don't know if you know any. Anyway, don't uh, mention it to your dad or I, I, anyone else, even though you're only 15. Or yeah, even though it is super serious. Oh, shit, they're coming right now. They're yeah. coming. They're coming to get me. <laughs> like, she is absolutely manipulated yeah. this 15 yeah. year old girl or 66 i don't know how old she is um like she's played her completely she's playing this poor girl now and if yeah. you cannot see that it is shocking it's shocking yeah. behavior. Because they- and toady reacts exactly how he should react here which makes him maybe not the worst ah yeah maybe yeah because because you can't blame now Again, like she's gone. Oh fuck! I've heard all this shit. I need to get this sorted. And she and Nell has shown nothing but unconditional love to Mel. She's fifteen or or eighty four. I can't remember how old she is. So Nell asked them to do references. Uh, Toadie does one. I don't think to, does, does Therese do one. I can't. I don't know. She doesn't seem like she did. Like she goes up to Mel and says, "Oh, like I really respect you. Thanks for not. Thanks for not fucking up this thing with." With the school proposal and Paul, and even though you figured it out, thanks. Like you're a good person for not doing that. You could have done it, but you didn't. So thanks. Doesn't bother writing a reference. Toady straight away on the computer, fucking tapping away, angry, fucking typing. Yeah, like so, he's not like he's had a fucking delivery not delivered. He is doing one of those references. He, like again, like I've said it before, you can't really you don't give people bad references. You just say they were here at this time to that time. In this case, though. Told it is going in hard on Mel. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was typing out. Do you, want, do you want to know what I think he was probably typing out in big capital fucking letters? Go the on. worst. Yeah, worst. <laughs> do you remember that time? And this is uh, this is one for you, you read your old school rewatch listeners. You remember that time Carl and Susan wrote a a, a uh, reference for Sarah Beaumont? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they were like, yeah, she fucking drinks all the time. She fucking steals. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's, she fucking loves Trump. She thinks COVID's from aliens. Yeah. Actually, no, that might be, that might be Nicola Charles now. I'm getting confused. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah. And then she ends up sending a big, does she, is it like a load of cow shit on the, the drive or something? Yeah, she sends a lot of shit to the drive, <laughs> um, which is pretty funny. This one, I like, again, with the fucking coming up next week on Neighbours. Yeah, I didn't, didn't get the reference. It, it hasn't gone down well. Uh, I hope Mel gets sent to pack into the fucking UK, to be honest. <laughs> Not that we want her. Hey, guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best of Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So someone else who is affected by these legal woes as well is Krista Sinclair. She's in that same fucking WhatsApp group. She's in that same WhatsApp group. It's Krista, Mel, and... Uh, the Australian Police. <laughs> Braverman. The fu- it's, it's Krista, Mel, and the FBI are in this fucking <laughs> WhatsApp group. But you know it's a legit FBI because they've got a little tick underneath it. Oh, God. So you know it's not fake. Uh, so she's also got this message as well. And she's like, yeah, fuck. But I've got a load of fucking lawyers, so not asked about she's it. She's Sinclair. She's a Sinclair, yeah. She's more asked about the fact she's pregnant, though. Which, to be fair, you would be. Uh, and she finally tells David that she's pregnant. And David does what we asked two, three weeks ago is now is go, do you want to get this checked up? Because you were on a lot of smack when you got pregnant. So you might want to get this baby checked out and just for your health on the babies in general. And she's like, oh, I suppose so. Well, she throws him out at first, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, here's she the, does, actually. But here's the thing. David is so judgmental and he's got just a judgy kind of face. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying he's the worst, <laughs> but he's, he's just not like there's a way of talking to people. And if you're someone's fucking drug babysitter, you've got to be, you've got to, I don't know. He doesn't have much bedside manner for me. No, he's a little bit rusty in that manner, isn't he? Really? Like, I'm willing to... Like, every, a lot of people are hating on David at the moment, and I have been for weeks on end. Yep. Uh, but I'm will Because he's with Aaron, I'm willing to give him a pass right now. Yeah, and I think those two as a couple, Aaron and David, have got infinitely more chemistry than... Wedding, the couple, the wedding couple yes. this week. Yeah, so. definitely. Like, yeah, those two are like every scene they're in together. You like, yeah, you, you just buy it straight away. Yeah, these two are in love. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, David freezes her out. So she decides to throw herself into her work. She's like, I've made this job up for myself. I'm gonna start working. So Paul's like, all right, dickhead, then let's get you to fucking work. Yeah. And sets her up to fail with an impossible task. There's some client who wants a big do. And is never happy. And she's like, right, here you go. I need you to put this together. And she's like, yeah, no worries. I'll do it. I'll do it. Take me about a week. And he's like, no, nah, I need it tonight, dickhead. Yeah. Because this is neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Where time waits for no man. And uh, so she's like, oh, fuck's sake. Okay. Uh, so she goes, right. Okay. Well, I'm a Sinclair. Going to use my name. Going to use my charm. I am smoking hot. Have you seen me in these dresses? Right. You say bold, you are the master of the bold statement, right? Yeah. I think Krista Sinclair in that pink dress is the hottest TV character on the television right now. Right now. Right now. There is nobody hotter than her in that dress on television yeah no I'd, I'd echo that statement i'm i'm with you on that statement I, I... there's no need to be wearing that dress for work but no she doesn't wear the dress for work she wears it for the wedding she doesn't wear the dress for work oh does she, she not wear it for she's work very professional. She wears... no she wears hot dresses for work though as well she's she very professional for work. for work she wears like black pants i've studied this intently over the last <laughs> week she, she looks professional. She still looks like a Sinclair. She still looks the business, but she looks like business, okay? Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic, but business style, which I was still which was still fantastic. The pink dress, though, is... He's lost for words. This is a first for Adam. He's absolutely lost for words. Not since Cameron Diaz 
walked into the mask in that red dress of mm, I yeah. All in. All in. This is gonna yeah, that... this is probably starting to come across really pervy and, and not professional and horrible now. And there's no way Magella's ever gonna come on this podcast, unfortunately. However, just lost for words right there. I'm also I'm gonna shout out uh Elizabeth Hurley in that dress as well. Probably on the same level, to okay. be fair. You know who else is uh, who's thinking the same thing though? Leo. He is thinking the same thing, isn't he? He is so obviously smitten with this woman and oh, oh he's he's all in. Like yeah. he is essentially me at this stage in this show. <laughs> Go for it. But then uh, so a couple of people I know you said people a lot of people are hating on David online at the moment. A few people I've seen this. You know what they're saying about Leo? What? They're saying that he might be the worst, you know. What no? Yeah. God do anything. No, but he wants to do something. And they have the conversation, Leo and David, about you can't go after her. She's still recovering and she's preggers and all this kind of stuff. Don't go after her. And Leo is like, yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to go after her. <laughs> wink, wink, get in the elevator. He, he blatantly is. Um, and who can blame yeah. her? However, she is a recovering addict and has got all kinds of issues at the moment. She might be going, where is she, is she getting extradited as well? She might be getting extradited as well. She and... can come to England. Yeah, she's yeah, she's more than take her. <laughs> take her. Uh, yeah, she could However, come to England. If it means bringing Mel to, I will. It's a hard pass. I will have to say no. Um, it's not a buy one get one free situation. I am not going to do that. As as smitten as I am, Mel is the worst. So no. <laughs> but she's while she's dealing with this, she has also got the the lingering thought that you know. Eden is the father of this baby. This is what she said. She's confirmed it. And he is not a good egg. He is not a good egg. I'm excited to see how this plays out. The question, you know what my question is? Go on. So I want to know how this plays out. And we yeah. know Eden is not a good egg. <laughs> so does that also mean that, in fact, Eden is the worst well, he's not the egg. I mean, I know a little bit about reproduction. He's not the egg part of this. No, but he's not a good egg. He's not a good egg. She had the good egg because that's what got, uh, you know, that's that's what got all the good sperm and got fertilized. So cut this out, Christopher. <laughs> you know, right? You know what? We, you, you know Christopher what? is the good egg. You know what we might have to do? <laughs> what? I think we should maybe call it a day there. You know why? <laughs> why? You are the worst. <laughs>